What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Entrepreneurism Podcast. I'm here with my friend, John. John is the CEO of Local SEO Search, and he's going to teach how he went from no experience in digital marketing to building a massive agency. John, how's it going, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for the intro, Brady. Uh, excited to be on your show today. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I, I know um, you're going to be able to teach my audience a lot about SEO, especially now when people are moving their businesses online. So it's very vital. But before we dive into your story, I always ask this first question. What's the dumbest thing you've ever spent money on? So being in sales and advertising sales, um, I used to always get a lot of uh, different uh, prospects in terms of like trying to work with people. And I got suckered into a lot of multi-level marketing back in the day, right? Before <laughs> I uh, understood what really it meant, but it was all about like the pyramid scheme and it's all about kick, get quick rich kind of thing. Right. So I did uh, purchase a couple of timeshares before, spent a couple <laughs> thousand dollars thinking, you know, yes, it's gonna work or whatever. That's probably the dumbest thing, but I learned from those mistakes, right? Yeah. Never to do again. You know, just like anything in life, nothing just happens very quickly, right? Businesses mm-hmm. doesn't happen right right away. So you got to put in the time, effort, uh, make a lot of mistakes before you learn. Yeah, no, I, well, I 100% agree with that. I uh, have never bought into a, an MLM, multi-level marketing, but I know they exist and it's a, yeah, it's tough, man, but it's good that you learned from it because, you know, nowadays when I was in college, which wasn't that long ago, someone tried to sell me on buying into Amway. I don't know if you're familiar with Amway. Yep. For sure. We just sell everything. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. It sounds great. And I told mom about it and she's like, absolutely not. You're not buying into Amway. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of negative connotations about it, which is good because people shouldn't be buying into that sort of stuff. But less about that. Let's talk about your story, John, because I know, you know, you're from Vietnam, you're doing SEO, you had no experience in digital marketing to now having a massive agency. But let's start from the beginning of, you know, learning about business and wanting to be in business for yourself and digital marketing and so on and so forth. Yeah, definitely. So out of school, I studied business finance. um, And then I basically worked in sales, advertising sales for 10 years. I learned from traditional advertising to affiliate online, Mm -hmm. but didn't really learn about business running my own company or agency, right? But I did work at Yellow Pages. So that (laughs) gave me a really good perspective of what really mattered for business owners to really right. spend money and get a good ROI, right? So pretty much Yellow Pages was printed directory, phone book, went to every single business home, and there was a lot of advertisers. They were frustrated, they were spending a lot of money, and they knew that digital was the new way to go, right? Users right. were pivoting and moving away from that. So for me, I decided to leave and start my own agency back in 2013 because of the feedback I was getting from a lot of my customers at that time. I didn't know anything about technical, uh, SEO, anything to do with like programming, understanding how Google worked, nothing like that. I knew there was a need, a demand, and that's how I started this agency because I had some business relationships and uh, contacts to understand what really I can do to fill the gap, right? Right. And people are seeking it out and wanted a trusted 
resource, right? Someone they can really turn to to service them and uncover what really it meant to deliver the product or service that you're trying to offer. So that's how right. I got into the space. Yeah, and it's interesting, right? Because I think, you know, there's a lot of talk online about chasing your passions, right? Chase what you're passionate about. Even if there's no dollars there, just chase it. But it seems like you, even though it's still in the realm of business, you chased opportunity. You didn't know anything about this, and but you knew the opportunity and the demand was there. And having no experience with it, that's that's got to be kind of a scary thing, right? Uh, definitely, uh, especially <laughs> leaving a decent pay. Like I was doing right. fairly well, you know, the six figures and enjoying a good lifestyle to then have nothing, sacrifice everything to start something brand new, right? Um, I'm very fortunate to have a supportive wife. Um, yeah. At that time, I... Uh, just started this company. I quit my job and I moved to a new city, bought a new place, just recently got married. A lot of life things just happen at that mm. same time. But I think the biggest support was my wife having a stable income and fully supporting me to do what I was passionate with, right? With my time and my career. So uh, that allowed me to really focus. We didn't have children at that time. So for me, it was like, just focus on what I wanted to accomplish and mm. put my head to it and really focus on delivering good quality, understanding what I was trying to do and delivering on all my, you know, sales pitches, right? Being right. sales under promise, over deliver always. But um, now your name's behind it, right? It's not I had a big company behind me before now it's you. on you and yeah. you didn't want your reputation to be tarnished. So you got to actually prove and deliver on what you tell your, your customers. Right. Do you, do you think there's power in being transparent when you're first starting a business, you know, nothing about, and you have those first few clients you're going through sales calls with pitching your service to, do you think there's power in being transparent of saying, Hey, listen, you're going to be my first client or are you totally, did you operate by the mantra, fake it until you make it? No, I was authentic and right. raw right at the beginning um, and very transparent with everyone, um, letting them know on my personal journey, right? Because I had already had some business experience working right. at you know, Yellow Pages and affiliate and some sales environment. So it's not like I came fully raw. I already knew what customers were looking for. Right. Um, but I did let them know, like, look, you're going to be my first one, two, three, five clients, and I'm going to price it at cost. Right. I need to prove to you that I'm going to make sure that you're going to get results. Right. So that's why I'm doing it at cost. And over the years, once you start seeing good results, prices will increase, right? So right. just being fully transparent and letting them in on why you're doing, what's your purpose, what, what's your dream, vision, goal, mission, et cetera. And I had big goals and dreams and missions, but over the years I had to pivot and really like cater and change the messaging because life changes, right? You just have to evolve and learn where you're at with your life and where you want to be with your business. So it's different when you have VC funded money versus your funding it yourself, right? I was mm. bootstrapping everything and I learned a lot along the ways by making a ton of mistakes, right. um, which was so much more valuable and it was priceless more than anything because money you can always earn back, but it's time, right? right? And 
that's where you learn the most. Yeah. And, and I do think, you know, I, I, I agree with both perspectives, right? Fake it until you make it. Uh, I know in some situations that's important to do, right? If you're dealing with big people and you got to just act like you know what you're doing just to kind of get by. But I do like the authentic approach more because just like you said, the mistakes you make, they're mistakes that you're genuinely making because you don't have the knowledge yet. And when you have the clients that you can fix those mistakes on, you're actually experiencing the solution, which I think is key. But let's switch gears here for a second because, you know, obviously we're in unprecedented times. I know you're in Canada, but I'm in the U.S. and we're both countries, all countries are really experiencing just turmoil right now. Um, so a lot of people business-wise are moving online because the, the idea of being in a physical space next to somebody is not uh, possible. Like I, I saw a story, for instance, where JP Morgan wants to start bringing everyone back in, right? And Jamie Dimon, the CEO, is saying, hey, productivity's down. We've got to send people back into the office. They send them back in. There's a COVID outbreak. They take them right back out, <laughs> you know? So the, the reality of doing business in person is, is slim to none. So people are moving online. And I know SEO is a very important component of that, right? There's so much competition online. If you search digital marketing, on Google, what are you going to find? Right. And that comes down to SEO. So I'd like to discuss, you know, if someone is moving their business online and say they're not online, what are the strategies they can take to make sure their SEO is, is good? Yeah. So first off, search engine optimization is not a get rich quick scheme. Right. It's all about positioning yourself and your business ultimately as a thought leader, authoritative figure. And that takes more than just little tweaks and tests, right? Um, it takes time, a lot of effort. It's like running a solid business. And what I look at is because I was able to work at Yellow Pages and understand what business owners had to go through and endure um, and how much it costs and how much time and learning they had to endure. Um, and then the transition from traditional to now digital, right? Um, if you look at how business owners actually operated generationally, because it took years for them to really understand how to run a business, how to rely on referral business and word of mouth, right? And business owners actually transferred their wealth through generations, right? Your parents, grandparents passed on their business, right? Today, with the advent of the internet and digital and globalization, it allows you to fast track a lot of things, hit and be in front of way more people that have access to information, right? As opposed to traditional media, mediums, right? Because before it was fax, telephone, and you didn't even have a computer, right? And it was all bricks and mortar, right? Nowadays, it's now computers, it's email, it's, you know, different types of content, audio, video, pot, you know, just everything, right? From images to written, you can be in front of people anytime, anywhere. And with that in mind, you have to understand the capability of business owner. And it's easier to run a business today than ever before. Mm -hmm. If you're unable to do that, it's very challenging for you to be ultra successful because you got to understand how users, customers are looking for businesses and content creation positioning is so important. Marketing is so important. What platforms work for what 
you're trying to serve product or service wise, right? So the whole transition of user behavior has changed from apps to email, to social, to search. There's so many different ways that you can be in front of your ideal customers. You have to just play the game and understand what works for your product or service. So what are some good strategies to implement to make sure that more people are seeing your business? Yeah, so for SEO, it's all about the long-term game to position yourself as a thought leader, right? And what I always start off with is what do people know you for? What's your expertise, right? Like you have to understand uh, what your main product differentiator, unique selling proposition is, right? And then who is your ideal persona, your, your avatar, your customer look like? Without running a good business, you don't know these things, right? What is your gross margin profitability? Who is your ideal customer? Where are they shopping? What's the behavior like? What's their spend? Household income? What's their hobbies? What are their multiple touch points on digital even? Um, how are they consuming content? Like all these things you have to understand, right? Once you know that, then you could create a really good website and campaign to attract your ideal tribe if that makes sense, right? Because right. once you, so SEO elevates your business. It cannot replace you if you don't know how to run a business. Right. Right. So people have to understand to run a good business, then seek out an SEO company to enhance their exposure and visibility. But without knowing how to run a business, we cannot transform and help you out if you have a really bad reputation out there. If you don't even know what you stand for, what your values are, who your customers are, what's your price, like all these things that are things that you should know if you already know how to run a good business. Right. So, you know, for me, let's talk about this podcast. The name is entrepreneurism. Now, entrepreneur is in this word and probably a very regularly searched word. Let's be honest. So for companies out there that have names that have generic words in there, is it just a pay to play to get them to the top? Or is it, like you said, it's a long-term strategy. I understand it's probably just the more content you put out, maybe Google pushes you up, but uh, how, how do you overcome that? Yeah. So having your keyword, uh, stuffed as a search term or query no longer applies, That's right? Apply, yeah. Because so what you have to do is position yourself as a thought leader for whatever mm -hmm. niche or service or product that you want to be known for and work at it, right? And this may take you years to refine the art, right? Because it's all about just like traditional businesses, right? Get the word out there to other people so they can amplify your message, right? Do good work, let other people know about it. So same thing applies from traditional to digital, which is run a good business, understand who your competitors are, make yourself unique enough, let other people know, have a solid reputation, you know, all the things that really worked. Digitally, build an awesome website, great product, great content, right? Then let other people know about you. So it's all about links, right? Let thought leaders know about you and be on other shows and associations, speaking events. And then it's all about like pricing it accordingly. Like all these things that are intangible, right? Like mm. you should know running a good business to now digital and then your reputation, right? It's like people read testimonials. You got to make sure that it's strong enough and it's referral enough that people will read it and want to work with you. So what's your intake like when 
people call you, what's that service level like, right? right. What's, what do you expect, right? So understanding the whole dynamic, and it's not easy running a business, right? But you have to understand that it's a long process of that journey to understand where you're at, where you want to become. And there's so many bumps, peaks and valleys along the way, right? right. And SEO is very similar. You have to know where you stand, who your major competitors are, and where you want to be, right? Everyone wants to be at a pinnacle, but not everyone can achieve that, right? right? What have those other people who are right now at that pinnacle, what did they have to endure and overcome? And how do you actually do the same thing, replicate, um, and then try to overtake them? So mm. don't, you know, it's not rocket science, but it's also long you have to understand it takes time right right so so i would assume too like when you sign clients onto local seo search you're probably transparent saying hey this is going to take a while it's a long-term play yeah so the reality of a client coming and paying you for a month's worth of work like it doesn't make sense yeah exactly so that's why we sign up one-year contracts okay and seo is more about attracting once you are positioned as a leader you get quality leads inbound of your ideal customer. And that's ultimately what you want in a business. Because when you're doing ads, you're pushing stuff at people that are trying to interrupt their train of thought, right? Because you have an email campaign, you have social campaign. It's not like people are seeking your service or product out. You're interrupting them with an ad, right? Versus search where they're in control seeking out a keyword or a product or service and looking for someone they want to use, right? So there's a difference between inbound versus pushing ads at people. So with SEO, if done right and positioned right, you're going to get an influx of inbound leads of quality that will be the best type of client in the long term. Right. So, so if a business you know, has good SEO. Let's assume a business is you search podcasts and it comes up. What pushes them down, right? I would assume lack of content. So if they just stopped posting altogether or whatever, it would go down. But could Google force them down if they have a negative reputation? Yeah, so there's over 200 signals and so much factors, right? And they all are tested amongst each other, right? So Mm -hmm. content's great, fresh well-researched, in-depth information. Um, Amplified reputation, of course, if you have negative reviews, um, it kind of has a negative impact because ultimately people will not go to a website if it has a lot of one-star ratings, right? Right. And people will probably bounce out of your website if it loads, it takes a long time to load or if it's not secure or the user experience is bad, right? There's so many other detrimental things that it's like bait and switch. If you're going to go to a, a website that doesn't match what the query is, why are you going to stay there long? You right. want to make sure it matches the user intent and therefore everything is in alignment. And if you are working with a, a good agency that understands what you're after, they can really amplify you, right? But if you're trying to do everything yourself or trying to like either bootstrap or trying to figure out a la carte, it's going to be challenging, right? Because there's agency like myself that actually kind of do everything well, right? Right. Um, And it's hard. It's very competitive because everyone knows that if you're on the first page, you're getting majority of the traffic. And if you're not there, what's the point even being on Google, right? Right. Or having a website. 
So then, I mean, I know you're biased to this question, but you would probably suggest for people who are in it for the long haul of their business, they need to work with someone who knows SEO. And I, and I know, you know, like Wix and Squarespace, they do like the SEO wizard and all that sort of stuff. And, and I went through that too. I use Wix for our website, but I don't know how good that is in comparison to having an actual expert in the space. Yeah, so Wix, Squarespace, Shopify, GoDaddy, Website Builder, these are all, um, it's great to start up, right? If you're an entrepreneur with a bootstrap kind of budget, then it's great because it's affordable, right? Right. The only thing is there's capabilities and there's things that are not what you can do if you own your own website, right? Mm-hmm. Post your own website, you custom code it because then you have full control of the back end. Right. Because right now you're renting that website. Right. Ultimately. Right. Because of that price point. Right. You would you want to continue renting or do you want to own? So being able to optimize fully and usually it's a plugin, right? Where it's on page SEO, which is title tag description, maybe some internal links, some keyword research, but you don't get the insights and kind of experience if you're kind of doing it with, yourself or like experts in every field. So that's just on-page SEO. There's technical SEO, there's link building, there's reputation management, there's social engagement, there's even content, right? Like there's so many aspects to content that you have to understand if you're going to do it, you might as well do it properly the first time. Just like hiring a plumber or roofer. Do you want someone that's kind of doing it on the side or someone that actually knows what they're doing? Yeah, no, I want 100% feel that right because i having someone that knows what they're doing is i mean it shapes time we talked about how time is a valuable asset and you give up time in pursuit of whatever but when you can essentially buy your time back and probably have more success as a result then it makes sense and i know you're also going to be biased to this question but say someone is starting a business and obviously you need to focus on marketing in some sense do you think they should focus first on running ads? Maybe that's Facebook ads, YouTube ads, whatever. Of course, after they have their avatar, psychographics, demographics, all that sort of good stuff. Or do you think they should invest in some sort of SEO work uh, beforehand? I am a total advocate of playing with ads early days to understand who your customers are and how you want to position yourself in the future, right? Because people are not fully committed early days because they don't even know if it's a, a, a business they're going to keep and be in right. for the, you know, couple years or endure it for a long time. Right. Like you, our type of profile clients are service-based um, professional services, right? Because they've went to school for a very long time. They know they're going to be in it for the next five, 10, 20 years. Right. So that's more long-term and positioning. But if you're just, you know, a Wix site, Shopify product base, go play with ads. Insta, uh, you know, just influence marketing or play with email drip campaigns or funnel activity, right? And see what works. Landing pages, optimize, play with ads and see what works. Because, you know, once you then have a real scalable business, that's where SEO can really amplify you. Right. But before you have that, and it all depends too, right? Because what's a business and what's success for everyone is different for you. It could be $10,000 a month, right? For me, it could be, you know, $500 a month, right? 
it all depends on where you're at with your life and journey and what you really want out of your business. Right. right? So it's a hard question to ask, but for me, I would say it all depends. It's the same thing with SEO. How long will it take? It will depend on where you're at, who, which keywords you're going after and who your major competitors are. Yeah. And, and I think probably the easiest way to put it is if, if you're testing a business idea, probably just run ads. Let's see if it's actual business idea first. But if it's something, hey, I've been doing this for a year. I know I'm going to be doing this for the next 40 years. Let's do SEO. Let's, let's, I'm in it for the long term. And I think that's the best way to put it. Exactly. When you're serious, that's when we start talking. But I also want to make sure they, run a, they know how to run a business, right? right? So usually someone that already has some years, some revenue, and it's decent, and they you know, have failed with different types of marketing before, digital marketing or anything. And for me, it's like I can really step in and help them become more visible, right? So understanding who you're ideal tribe and market is and positioning so that you only go after your type of ideal customer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I think it's a good vetting process on your end too, because you don't want to waste your time at the end of the day, doing a lot of work for someone that doesn't really care all that much, but let's shift gears to talk about local SEO search just in general. What's the goal with this, right? I mean, what, what at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, do you want to say you accomplished with local SEO search? Yeah. So right now, um, you know, I, I enjoy what I've been doing. I love the fact that I have a great client roster as well as staff and we're, you know, like a family, right. And extended family, we treat each other very well and we enjoy each other's company. And that's what I've been trying to harvest throughout my life, right. Get, get to know good people and work with only people that you want to actually spend time with. And that's the environment that I've kind of put together in terms of values. And as we continue growing and pursuing our passions, I am at a different position where I want to see all my staff and all my clients do very well and make more of an impact in their lives. Right? Because that's how I feel very rewarded, right? And right. Um, it's a little bit different than when I first started, right? When I first started, I wanted to grow, 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 get more revenue, get more clients, get a good reputation, et cetera. But now I come to a point where I'm the sole owner, right? So I started this thing. It's my little baby. I, I love it. Um, I spent a lot of time, but now I focus on things that I love more, which is amplifying the message, like being on your podcast, enjoying every moment and making sure that my time is spent the best with the given time that I have allocated. And I, whatever I don't like doing, I'll hire for someone else that loves doing it to do it. Right. right. Um, like social media, I'm not the strongest and I know there's other people that love it, let them own it and do it. And I give them free range to do it. Right. As yeah. long as they have the same values I have in the long term. So for me, it's all about impact. Right. And I'm all about, working with small, medium-sized businesses. And I'm actually going to throw an initiative uh, where I'm going to be giving back and gifting a lot of SEO campaigns to some uh, business owners that are in need. Because right now, there's a lot of small, medium-sized business owners that are struggling right now. And they need a leg up, right? So mm -hmm. how can I, with my expertise and some experience and staff that know what they're doing, help them? And that's a little bit different because, um, I don't know, it's, for me, it's very rewarding, right? To right. see other people pay it forward. Um, and I'm very fortunate and grateful 
for what I have accomplished and who I have in my life. And I just want to extend the helping hand. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's very powerful because I know a lot of businesses need help right now and they don't know, maybe they don't have the capital to invest in marketing themselves or they don't have the capital to keep sustaining payroll or whatever. So I think in any way you can help, you're specifically being SEO campaigns. I think that's awesome. But John, let's go ahead and start wrapping up here. A lot of podcasts end with the question, you know, what's a piece of advice? And I think we've covered that a lot throughout this episode as as far as SEO is concerned. But the question I normally ask is, why do you love what you do so much? And why is it equally as important for all entrepreneurs to also love what they do? Yeah, I'm so grateful for not just being living in Canada, um, US the same, like if you have a option to have choice. So my parents left Vietnam War, and they sacrificed everything, they sold everything, their business to go to a new country without speaking the language for the next generation, which is me and my siblings, right? And I don't even know what they had to go through. But now I'm kind of living through the fruits of their you know, sacrifice, right? Right. And now it's more, I'm trying to do good, pay it forward, right? And for me, it's like taking care of my mom, taking care of my loved ones. But it's all about that, right? It's like, what's the most important thing, especially during this pandemic, right? You'll understand who's important in your life, what's important in your life. And as long as those basic necessities are met, what more do you really need, right? Money is always the fruit of all evil, I feel. And everyone's trying to chase, right? And once you get to a point where you're very comfortable and you're happy with what you have and what does success mean to everyone? Is it tangible assets? Is it, you know, stuff? Or is it more meaning, right? Like relationships or, you know, time spent with people that matter, being present with people. If you have children, you know, those moments, right? Those micro moments, those experiences, that's what really matters, relationships and experiences in life, right? So for me, that's what I'm doing more, like just making a difference in my community and local um, environment and really just helping people that are in need and just paying it forward, right? And that's where, I, I don't know, for me, just being grateful, Because if you are very self-serving, people will see that, right? Right. If you actually just do things because you actually want to, then it's so much better that way. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a very, very good way to put it. And and I think giving back and being genuine and and not being self-serving is the way to go. Uh, So for my audience out there, I mean, I would definitely take that advice. I mean, for all people just now starting a business, focus on who you want to help focus on what you're going to change in that person's life. And I think it gives you that much more push to go forward. And, and I always say too, if you're chasing opportunity or chasing passion, but you do it with a genuine heart, genuine mind, genuine, whatever the money will come, right? You just have to keep pushing forward and do things in a genuine way. But John, I appreciate your time. We talked about a lot about SEO. Where can my audience find you on social media and where can they find your website? Um, so I, I'm sure if you Google local SEO search, you'll find me. Um, but my website is www.localseosearch.ca. We also have .com. Uh, we're on all social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm sure you can find me. Um, but ultimately, it's about SEO being an option. 
right? It's not for everyone. Um, and do your due diligence, inform yourself, be educated, make sure you ask the right questions and choose someone that will really help you amplify your message and not just be in it because they guarantee something or right. for the price, right? right? I'm all about long-term relationships. And I feel like if you connect with a business owner with the same values, that's where you can really help each other, right? It's right. a collective agreement and partnership versus one-sided. And that's what life is all about, right? It's like building solid relationships that go further than just business, but getting to know real people in a more genuine way. Absolutely. Absolutely, John. Well, John, I appreciate your time. I'm going to link everything in the description of this podcast. Guys, check out local SEO search. He's doing some really cool things and he cares about relationships. I think that's the most important thing is caring about relationships. But John, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks a lot for having me, Brady. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Entrepreneurism Podcast. We post episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 a.m. Central Time. We would greatly appreciate if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. I'm Brady Morgan, your host. We'll see you next time.